Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida and the best way to start your Saturday, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, the man with the scoop, William Cooper, Alex the Goat Tavella, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe DeBatna. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Good morning. Honest Abe here, and we are broadcasting live from sunny South Florida. KMA episode number 515. As always, I'm here with the regulars, the regulators, as I'll call them, the KMA crew, the man we call the GOAT, Alex Tavella, and the man telling us always like it is, William the Scoop Cooper. Morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Speaking of mornings, are you guys in morning this morning? Yes. Yes, we're in morning big time. <laughs> yes. It's it is it is rare that with a two-two tied series, you'll hear me say that this series is potentially over. But this series is potentially over. The Phillies have imploded on themselves. It has become hey, a Bossa, what happened? The manager just. Manager took us right out of the series. He's out. He's he's managing us right out of the championship. So listen, it's tied two to two. Why do you feel like oh, it's over? Well, okay. So here's the thing. Here's I mean, the that's thing. a big step when you were just. Yeah, I agree, and I agree with Alex walk. on this too. I'm agreeing listen, with Alex on this. Uh, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Abe. You know, we were rocking at home, right? Won two games convincingly at home. We go to Colorado. First game was a little messy in Colorado. We dropped that one. Okay, you don't expect a sweep. Last night was an absolute debacle. I mean, we were walking guys in with bases loaded for runs, hitting guys with pitches. We went through nine pitchers. I don't know why he's playing this. Colorado plays this bullpen-type pitching game. Well, they'll, they'll fire in nine pitchers. Guy faces three batters. He's out. Next, We were doing this for no reason. Yeah. The bats are The bats stink. Right, nobody can hit the ball. The only reason, Coop, let's be real, that it was that it was even five to five was on it was on an error. Yep, that scored two runs. You know, yep. an, an error throw to third and good base running by Trey T- Turner. Otherwise, it would have been a six three games. The whole team is in like disarray. The yeah. whole team is bats stink it, right it, now. They can't hit it. We relied on solo home runs oh, to yep. win games in Philly. Problem is, Colorado's field's a little bigger. So a lot of those balls that were flying out of park as solo home runs are outs in the outfield. I think you actually in Arizona, but it's the same type of situation there. It's, uh, yeah, Arizona, they're in. Yeah, yeah, sorry, what did I say? Colorado, yeah, Yeah, Arizona, Arizona. But it's the same thing. It's that Rocky Mountain kind of environment. And and the field is bigger, and they're not tanking them out. The lineup sucks to me. I don't know. Alec Bohm stinks. I don't know why he's batting fourth. He He doesn't make – the manager doesn't make substitutions. He's not no. making substitutions. And here's the thing. This this team was built on a very strong starting pitching staff. Yes. Where Arizona doesn't have a strong starting pitching staff, so they have to play these, these, like, nine pitchers a game. We don't have to play that. We we have the, we have the, we have the uh, rotation 
that you could you could start four pitches in this series. And what he's done is he's essentially taxed the bullpen, tired the whole bullpen out. He's using these guys in the wrong situations, and this is what you get. Now now the bullpen is completely exhausted going into these next three games. Sure, sure. You got Kimbrell coming in the eighth. He's a closer. He's, he's a closer. You're up two. You're up two runs, and he closes out the game. You know, you got him pitching in the eighth, and, and you got him pitching, and, and he used him in game three, which you didn't need him in a safe situation in that one. Right, yeah. right. And they're looking god awful. I don't understand. Hear me out, Coop. Hear me yeah. out. Yeah. I thought about this last night. Right, looking at the way we're we're playing ball, the way we're hitting the ball. Move Marsh. Move Marsh. Right. To the leadoff spot, drop Schwarber to fourth, and put Bohm, who can't get a hit to save his life, in the eighth spot. Get, let let Speedy leadoff guy who's hitting well. And Marsh is he's such a inspirational player to have him at the top of that lineup with the energy hey, you, he brings. Right, real and quick, he's you fast. Saw Marsh, Abe. That's the guy with the long hair that looks like a bearded. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is a he is such a inspiration to that team. Yeah, uh, that people don't realize like he's he's just a good guy to have on the team, but he's been playing extremely well in in the playoffs. Yes, yes. Well, why are we still having back when you got a guy like Bohm who can't hit a brick? Bohm can't here. hit. Yeah, I guess he'll let himself in when he gets himself situated. I I wanted to wait for the right time. I didn't There's want to just right, the right time. The right time would have been at eleven fifty nine. That would have been the perfect <laughs> yeah. time. Nine fifty nine. Oh, at eleven eleven fifty nine. Oh, I see. So, I yeah, I mean, right. I'm not saying it's over, but if something doesn't turn around tonight, we're in trouble. We, yeah, we, we don't, I don't want – we have to go back in leading this 3-2. to two. Yes. Uh, I'll feel more confident we could steal one game at home at that point. But, right. you know, Arizona plays very good baseball fundamentals too. And they just their defense – you saw their defense in this series. Their defense is really good. Our defense is not awful. But Arizona's defense is in, has been incredible. You, you you saw that one uh, that one catch they got that Rob what's his face I forget who it was in the game last night. In the outfield. Yeah. 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 Hey Tim, the other night I had a conference call with Alex, and it's been so long I, I since I even watched a baseball game. I the last baseball game I have maybe without a doubt definitely I could say I watched was when the Cubs were in the World Series. But, and that was a great World Series too. That was one. Of the yeah, but I don't know how long ago that was. But so, I literally asked. 16, yeah, I asked Alex how long have they had that little strike box on the scene? <laughs> on the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> I, I really don't watch sports, man. Watching grown men get paid to play games is—I don't know—I never not my cup of tea. Yeah. But you know, speaking of that, you know, for all us people out there who care less about Arizona or the Phillies, is baseball <laughs> is baseball still America's sport? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I man. I think so. Yeah. I mean, if you just just an example of what we see in Philadelphia right now, where it's always been an Eagles town. You know, when, when, when the team's going to. Do you good, feel that baseball is still America's sport because football season's only 18 weeks? That's part of it. That's part of it. And, and it's part more, of it. You know, look, football, I mean, more kids play baseball than football. It's just, you know, it's, so I still see a lot of kids playing. I mean, my, all my boys play baseball at one point or another. All right, if you're watching the show, put in the comments what's America's sport. Let's see what let's see what the, the crowd says you know, about America's the, the changes, sport. Still is. The changes they made this year, I was against them at first, but I think it's helped a lot. The pitch Absolutely. count, the pitch clock. A lot of these changes have actually been for the better. 
And I think it's made baseball more watchable. And I think they're doing a better job of scheduling these games now. You don't have these 11 o'clock that night starts on the West Coast anymore. Right. Right. So, yeah. Base, baseball still has, and, th- and that's one of the things that football doesn't really have to me. It still has a historical nostalgia yeah. to it. You know, there, there, there's, there's guys in the, you know, 20s and 30s that still hold records. And it's a, it's a very statistical sport that goes back with it. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, his, you know, old Yankee Stadium and Wrigley Field. And these are like landmarks. You know, I don't know that football really has that 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 history aspect of it you know it's like i haven't watched a game fully do they is the time clock do they have the time, they clock, is, the time is, clock yes they did and it makes a difference man games oh, thank god what's the time clock time clock is after after a pitch once a pitcher's got 20 seconds to make another pitch there's none all no there's none at all that stop the batter's fucking playing he can only go out the box one time it's like a shot clock. Yeah, it's like a shot. Yeah, clock. basically. It's, it's the they had to do something, man. Especially and if you work yeah. in baseball, it is the worst, longest, drawn-out game in the world. That's why. That's the number one complaint people have about baseball is that it could be two hours or it could be six hours. <laughs> it's made a difference. It's made the games more interesting. It really has. We used to we used to bribe our our uh, manager at the ducks to, to put certain guys uh, on first on the mound. There was this guy, Randy leak. He was the fastest pitcher we ever saw quick turnaround. We used to get out of those games. We used to get out of that game two and a half hours. It was the best. And we always begged them to put Randy on. Oh my God, please. Randy. So what he pitched the last six games, who cares? Put him on. We want to go home on time. Here's, here's my response to your question, Abe, you know, so Carmine, my son, seven years old, he's a sports fanatic. He plays them all. We play football. We play basketball. There is nothing that feels more American than getting the two gloves out and throwing a baseball, having a catch with a baseball and a baseball glove. I mean, to me, that just feels like the American dad moment, throwing a a baseball with your kid. Yep. I'm not saying that that's not. I'm just saying it's not. You don't see a lot of that anymore, bro. Growing up, I see a dad throwing a ball with a kid all the time. Now no one's throwing balls with shit. Kids are home playing Xbox and PlayStation. I, I get I think, it. I, I get think it. That, that's every I think sport, that but that's era- every but that's hitting every sport, not baseball. Right. I, I, yeah. Listen to me, I get it, but he's talking about what makes it stand out as America's sport. I think that era is going. You know, I I don't know. I just um, I mean, I think it's been slightly edged to baseball or almost even down the responses, but it'd be interesting. We definitely, we definitely have a little, a few more baseballs than yeah. football. Yeah, and and one cricket. Someone and a cornhole. A couple of yeah. cornholes. There were two of them, I think. But no golf, <laughs> if you notice, by the way. No golf. No golf. No. No. Where I live, it's golf country. They love golf. That's right. That's where you, right. where you live. Yeah, and they love watching it on TV. There's, there's more professional golfers that live in Florida than any other state in the country. The cigar, you go into the cigar lounges in North Carolina and Charlotte. Golf is on every weekend. I know, but how do you watch golf? It's fun it's a- to have on in the background. Sometimes in in the office here, like if the, when the Masters is on, I have the TV on. I just so have the Masters they, on. They, a- the guy cranks the ball. You can't even see it on the screen. 
so they're look. showing you white sky for like <laughs> four to eight seconds uh, then the there's a close-up of where it, i mean it's like literally there's nothing absolutely to watch and and there's no golf. there's no personalities with most of these guys like when there's nothing when I mean, Nicholas, it's like watching Nicholas and Palmer and Lee Trevino. Those guys had person much more personality than these guys do today. So watching watching golf, watching golf is like watching them. plants grow. It's like watching it's, plants it's, grow. Literally. Watching golf is 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 the, uh, I'll give it to you is the yeah. equivalent of watching chess. If yeah. you don't really know what's going on and understand the nuances, it's like okay, well, why the guy only hit it a hundred yards instead of three hundred? If you don't know the, it's it's you know. You got to be a golfer to watch golf. Well, yeah, that's weird. Well, they love it here. I mean, they, uh, it's, it's bigger here than NASCAR. I'll yeah, tell you that. Jim, we're here, Jim. It's bigger than NASCAR? Definitely bigger than NASCAR right now. Really? Yeah. I would say, you know, obviously. Of course it is. In Charlotte, it's still the Panthers football, and then Duke, North Carolina, and basketball is next, and then I put golf. It's those three. Interesting. When my son was working retail, the owner of the shop changed the cable plan and got and the golf channel was eliminated. And my poor son was working there, and there was a mutiny on him. Oh <laughs> no! Was, literally, there was a mutiny. He was trying to get hold of the owner. You got to change it. That people were going crazy about it on him. <laughs> That's awesome. Got, you guys ever put got, golf on in the shop? I don't think so. I don't think I've ever I seen golf. I got I got rid of the the plan that had it. So unless somebody, oh, unless that's, that's what happened. The mutiny when it happened here, and and then you know in New York, Paul horse racing is huge. I mean that's the other that was one of the cigar stores in in New York. Right. It was a horse racing. So that, yeah, that's but that's you, Cooper. That, you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Now. Is anybody is it? Wait, hold on. Does anybody watch horse racing unless they got money on the race? No, only the triple crown. That's that, it. That's just yeah. That's just gambling. Then yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's, that's why. Gambling. That's why. Well, that's what watching works. shit. That's just gambling. Yeah, a lot of the you'd go to a lot of the hole in the wall uh, uh, shops, and there'd be like you know one of those little like thirteen inch tube TVs <laughs> that would just have the OTB channel. OTB channel, right? All right. Yeah. It could be it could be sitting on the glass case like in the corner next to the register, yeah. but there'd be like six guys. I remember <laughs> I remember that very very well. Yep, yep. Six old guys, exactly. you know, in their seventies, exactly. sitting there like son of a bitch. And with yeah. that little paper, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> watching the watching the harness races. Also, they had the thoroughbreds, mm-hmm. and then there was the harness races at night. <laughs> but, but that's an old guy thing too, Coop. Like I, I don't I don't know anybody. Like Alex, you know anybody our age that that watches horse racing at home and bets and all that stuff? Like I feel like that's a that's an old man's game now. It, it I mean, I just watched the, the Triple Crown is really in some of the races maybe leading up. But that's it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know a few like hardcore degenerates but other than that <laughs> you know it's well it's become it's become easier to bet on everything else now yeah that's true so, yeah you know, that used to be the thing you could quickly bet on and quickly bet on OTB right. somewhere you or could, whatever you could legally bet right. on on uh you know pro sports team sports right. you know, until recently Steffi's grandpa yeah. he's uh 83 and and a couple of days a week, he says to his wife, he goes, I'm going to the office. And his buddy picks him up. They go to the the, the racetrack there. And they have the, the video screens everywhere of, of the horse races all over. And then they have dogs outside, I think, but they're getting rid of them. But they have the dog racing. He'll, he'll spend nine hours there. And he bets like, you know, 10 cents. You know, like he, he doesn't doesn't bet any real money. He just loves it. Yeah. Is he a level two sommelier too? 
No, he uh, he's a level he's a level ten hot dog eater. When they have a <laughs> hot dog day, when they have a hot dog day there, he could take down like ten hot dogs. The man wow. barely eats except for when there's hot dogs. He like he gets so excited. They do a they do a thing I think for Fourth of July or Memorial Day or something where they have like dollar you pay a dollar and you get like all the hot dogs and all the soda and all the popcorn you want. So he took my kids there and we were all sitting outside bored and he's betting in this and that. And he just keeps bringing platters of hot dogs and popcorn. It, yeah. I mean, he loves it. Yeah. Do they still race the dogs at the kennel club here, Alex? No, they don't. No. Well, they, I know they said no to it. I don't know if they actually officially stopped it. No, I'm pretty sure they stopped the, the dog racing. They stopped it because of the inhumaneness of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who would want? I mean, it's just dog tracks was, are done now. Yeah. Dog tracks. But they want to put one, you know, they want to put one out by uh, us here. They want to oh, do a, a, a dog yeah, track? Well, no, like west of, by me in, in Loxahatchee. A they dog want to track? Put a, they, no, they're not a dog track. It's a race track and a drag strip. Like um, cars? There is like one ATV, ATV. No, it's way further out. This would be like two miles from my house. That, and everybody's, there's all these petitions going around. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a track out there. Moroso? It's way further north. It's further north. Further, it's further north and west. That's Palm Beach Raceway, right? Yeah. Is yeah. That what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. further north. That's probably 40 minutes from me. 30 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, they want to put like a drag strip, and then they're like, it and we're proposing it be 24 hours. And everybody at, on our board was like, 24 hours. We can't get a goddamn 7-Eleven to stay open 24 hours here. Why would a racetrack be open 24 hours? So it's a, it's a whole bone of contention so, here. So I got a question. They got rid of the dogs. What are they doing with this big track they got there? Degenerates like Dave D. Goes play poker out there on the track. Is okay, I get that inside. No, they don't play outside on the track. What do they do with the no, track? No, I'm they... saying the track's irrelevant now. Yeah, it's, a, it's nothing. But they're building something. They're going to build a, a, a multi-billion dollar facility Casino? there. With, with No, um... With uh, houses like apartments and and like another kind of in the middle of the track, yeah, I think that whole all that land in the in the middle of the track. I'm telling you, I think that that's going to be wiped out, and they're building apartments. Oh, they're going to get rid of the whole shopping center, and yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe the kennel club will stay, but kennel clubs a dump. Oh my god, we talk about the dredges of society. city, literally drag city. You want to see what what I thought Florida was before I moved here? Go there. That's exactly yeah. what I envisioned all of Florida being like. You know, like outside of Disney. Like that's that's Florida. I don't want to be there. It is. It's a eye opener, man. Listen to his statement. He thought Florida was Disney or the Kennel Club. Yeah. <laughs> that was. His, I think Miami Beach is what I thought in the fifties. That's what there I. There you go. That's there Florida to me. Uh, it ain't that way anymore, Coop. No, I know, but it's, I don't, you know, that's what I thought. That's how I always envisioned it. We used to sell cigars to the Kennel Club. Did you? Yeah, we used we to sell cigars to a lot of places. Yeah, we used to have little yeah, humidors yeah. in a bunch of places. We still do. We got probably about yeah. a dozen or so outside accounts. It's a pain. I, you know, it's a great idea, but you would never do it. You'd make it, I mean, obviously it's a killing for like here. I, if somebody put a humidor in our clubhouse here, like, you know, where they could sell the cigars from that, it would, it would kill every every night. People are like, "Who's got cigars?" We ah oh, crap, we gotta go run and get cigars. Your so HOA, your HOA would never allow it. 
Never. I don't know. Never. But you know what I did think? You know what I did think about yesterday? Um, Because I I was at a funeral or or a wake yesterday. Um, I think I think somebody should make a cigar box urn. I I think I guarantee people have done it before. Where they I didn't look, but it was like a night. Yeah, I'm just saying they should make like a versions of like cigar boxes, high end gold, you know, silver, whatever urns. There's because look, they had videos up, they had walls of photos, Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, in nine out of ten freaking photos, this guy had a cigar in his mouth, like since the beginning of time. You know, and you know they put him in an urn. And, you know, look, man, that's a guy who belongs in a cigar box urn, man. Like without a doubt, like he would have loved that. I, I never, I don't understand. Understood the, the urn? Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't get the urn thing either. The burn, let's put the burnt ashes in somewhere and stare at it. On oh, no, sometimes, we, sometimes people want them taken somewhere to be spread out. Or sure, okay, I get that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. But then they couldn't they be in the box then? Couldn't they be in a in a cardboard box or a bag? Like, you need to buy a fancy, expensive urn. Well, if you're gonna display it, yeah, yeah. My, my dad's ashes are in a sealed book. Like it's a book design, but it's sealed. You can't open this thing. And then you know, we just we that's where yeah. we put them. We split well, the ashes. Paul's, Paul's, are... put, Paul's putting having stuff put in a Folgers can and throwing it up on top of the shelf. Uh, I have I have my dog's there's, ashes there's up on my mantle. Oh yeah. gosh. And you know what's funny, Brain, speaking of that, one of Axel's Axel had a couple of friends here the other I day. Gu- I guarantee you you have the ashes of about 42 dogs in that urn. No, I've I've only had she's really technically my my only dog. No, it's what just, I'm saying no, 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 is you're no not, way. whatever was yeah. dead that day <laughs> all got roasted and they yes. threw it up and even right, there's right. no way there's no way you got your dog's ashes in that urn. There's no way. There's no way. No, don't they started up. For me. They, they started up that oven, man. They, they got them all in. Yeah. How many we got today, Joe? Sixty-five. Yeah. Throw them in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a blend. It's a blend. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way your dog turns. Oh like that. man, that just ruins it for me. Turns <laughs> a sandwich, brother. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. I had to explain it to my kids the other day. They didn't know that that was her ashes in the in the little like teak box that we have. Oh, and one of Axel's friends goes. One of Axel's friends goes. What's that? And he said, "Oh, that's a picture and a paw print of my of my dog Nala that died." Goes, and he the kid goes. So that's that's your dog's dead body right there. And Axel goes, "No." He goes, "Yeah, that's her dead body in that box." I'm like, oh, "Son of a bitch!" I'm walking up the steps and like, "Jesus Christ, here we go." So I have to explain right. to Axel about ashes, and I mean, I didn't. I wasn't graphic about it, but he had gone to like a religious preschool because it was a private preschool. So I was like, do you remember, did they talk to you about ashes to ashes and dust to dust? He's like, yeah. I was like, just like that. Nala turned to ashes and now she's in there. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Dodge that bullet. Um, I don't know if there was alcohol left, but it was a lot of talking, some singing, and a lot of Jameson basically. Just a whole that lot. Sounds of great. Yeah. I mean, listen, the first couple of shots, it's like ah, but then 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 they just start. Yeah, yeah. After that, it's just you know, yeah, they just start going back. But I'm 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 at the point where it's like I I'm, I can't handle day drinking anymore. Me neither. I hate it. At, at least night drinking, you pass out. 
and you kind of yeah. yeah you wake up you're a little groggy but day drinking you start feeling bad like at 8 p.m 7 p.m like oh my problem yeah. is if i have a drink before like four or five o'clock i'm beat i i can't make it like my brother-in-law will come over here and he'll crack a beer at like 12 30 and he, he'll bring me one i'm like dude i'm gonna be asleep by five o'clock then like I, if i i don't drink a lot i have one or two beers i'm gonna be sleepy and want to take a nap i just don't enjoy it yeah i can't do i'm, I'm beyond the age of listen i'm almost beyond the age of night drinking more or less day drinking jesus <laughs> No. Do the hangovers get worse as you get older? I I was really, really fortunate, man, in my life. I never really had hangovers. Even, like, the only time, like, I'd have a hangover is if, like, I got home, like, it and went to bed at 5 and woke up at 7.30 to go to work or do something. Right. You know, like, I didn't get enough Which I'm sure rest. you did a handful of times. Yeah, but usually I, I sleep it through. I wake up, I'm all right. I'm a little bit slow. But I never had bad, bad hangovers. I was never a big drinker, but the times that I have drank too much, I, I, my whole life, I've always had horrible hangovers. I just, and I just don't like key. it. Hydration is the key. Drink yeah. Lots of water. You got to have lots of That's water. My, my wife is really good at that when she's not yeah. pregnant. If we have more than one drink, she like forces everybody a bottle of water and be like, here you go. Yep. yep. It will make a difference. I'm yeah. not a heavy drinker either, but I've not really had many hangovers because I've always hydrated. Wow, not a hangover till you hit your forties. That's a pretty. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he was saying that he didn't have a hangover until he was in his forties, or he had hangovers all the way until uh, he hit forty. But you're right; he didn't hit. He didn't get hangovers until forty. Smoke more cigars. Yep. There you uh, go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't remember. We used to do a herf. I don't think I don't think there's anybody watching the show now or even in the audience or who remembers. But we used to do a herf called the uh, South Florida Surf Turf and Herf. And it was a um in fact every year I sported a different alcohol for the whole weekend. And I think there's a big orange like 48 ounce thermal cup because that was my bloody oh no, that was the same cup I wrote every year, and there's markers on it and what I was drinking that year, vodka, you know. Bloody Mary's margaritas. <clears throat> um, is is that on your shelf? That's the one I'm on sure, your shelf. I'm sure this guy was there. Yeah, the orange one. Yeah. Who was that? Yeah, Seth was Seth. there. <laughs> so Seth's the only one, man. Um, we had to stop it because people started getting hospitalized. <laughs> oh wow! No, no. After the second year of people going to the ER or hospital, we we stopped it. But this would start like on Thursday night, and like most people didn't go to bed like you might pass out in a car for an hour or so but thursday night we'd hang out at the shop we start drinking we'd order food we play poker and then we would go to a strip club close it till five in the morning go have breakfast and then friday morning i took a, a bus ride of everybody down to little havana so we'd all go to little havana and um uh take them to a few of the manufacturers down there we'd have lunch at versailles then we'd stop at the hard rock have dinner at the hard rock whatever and then we'd come back to either the shop or whatever and um end up going to one of the local strip clubs close till five in the morning have breakfast and on saturday I morning die. i would die wait, on saturday morning two groups went either one group went golfing or one group went to deep sea fishing and while they were golfing and deep sea fishing 
we were barbecuing at the shop. So by the time they finished, like at one, two in the afternoon, they'd come back to the shop. We'd have lunch. Then yeah, people would probably shop. I used to get the, I used to stay at the Comfort Inn right by the hotel in West Palm Beach because I wouldn't go home. You know, I would just run there, shower, whatever, hop this back. This was like an event, event though. Like you, like, an, well, you that's know, what her is. It's a gathering of guys yeah. who are smoking cigars and enjoying. But it, this went on four days. Then we'd have dinner at Rachel's. And then Sunday we'd do a barbecue and then it was over. But like, the guy who did the most stuff, because I would do everything, we would give him the Iron Man Award. And then, like, after like two years of guys getting hospitalized, trying to do it, and trying to get the yeah, trying to get the Iron Man Award, we're like, yeah, okay, this is coming to an end. We can't do it anymore. I was so exhausted one year. It's a true story. I was so exhausted one year. By the time Sunday rolled around, I couldn't drive home. My wife would come to the Sunday barbecue and drive me home. And I don't even think we had kids at this point. And, um, I went home. First thing I did was take a shower. I remember I came down. I had a t-shirt. I had, um, you know, shorts on. I'm sitting on the couch talking to her. And, you know, yeah, I definitely had no kids in the house because I was smoking in the house at this point. And I was smoking and I fell asleep smoking. And it hit the pocket of my shirt. And I wake oh, up. Oh, I've heard this story. I wake up to my shirt being on fire, like literal fire. I'm, I'm, I'm putting fire out. It burned through the pocket to the point where I didn't wake up from the heat. I, it had to be a flame before I woke up. Put it <laughs> out. Go change my shirt. True story. Probably a day or two later, I come down. My wife's making coffee. I got no shirt on. She's like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, what the fuck is what? She goes, that. I look and there's a huge hickey on my chest. Like, yeah. And it looks like a hickey. And I'm looking. I'm like, I don't know. It kind of hurts. I don't think it's a hickey. And she's like, what do you mean you don't think it's a game? I'm like, I don't know. And I, I said, babe, I, I couldn't remember where the fuck it came from. And I, four days of debauchery drinking, who knows where the fuck might have happened. But, and, and she's like grilling me on this. And literally, that weekend, we're going to do laundry. I'm picking up my clothes. I pick up my shirt and I see the burn hole. And I remember. So it was and it I, was burning. It wait, was burning for wait. a while before. Yeah, I put on my shirt, and sure enough, there's a hole. I'm so happy. I go, my, ha, look, see, that's where it's from. <laughs> you know, it's, you put two and two together. That's how oh bad. God. That's how bad those weekends were. I was wow. in my uh, at that time, probably mid thirties. You know, maybe yeah, mid late. Wow, you that's that's pretty old for that for that too, man. Thirty two, thirty four. You know, yeah. Oh. I you know I had a similar story to that, except I was not. Um, wait, I got a correction. This is not true. I took a nap in the men's bathroom. <laughs> he was being nice. Yes, I I literally passed out in the men's bathroom. They had to wake me up. But we had this thing during we had this thing during the hundred episode where like everybody we had this shoebox full of liquor and you walked by and it would say three or four liquors and they would pour that in a shot and you had to drink it. I mean, everybody's everybody was wasted like in the first oh my god forty five minutes wow. going into that hundredth episode, and I think we made that hundred episode. Four hours long, which made it even worse. It was a long show, I remember, yes. Yeah, it was brutal. That was before my time. Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> at, at my first great smoke, I lit my shirt on fire. Like right in the beginning at the at the um at the German club. Stephanie and I were outside and I didn't have a lighter and I had a book of matches. So I, I went to light the matches. I was lighting the cigar and I threw the matches down. 
and they perfectly landed. I think it was this side. They perfectly landed in my pocket on fire. And Stephanie's like, and it was like a cheap old Navy shirt, like button down. I'm telling you, that thing went up like that. It was like right in my face. I was like, holy shit. So I walked around the rest of the day with a big burn mark on my chest. It was no, funny. man. It was, when I had West Palm Beach, it was, yeah, there was many, many nights I would just come to the shop because at that time I lived in Jupiter. So it was a good like 30 minute drive to get home, 25 minute drive to get home. There's many times I'd just be out till four in the morning, five in the morning. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go sleep in a leather chair for three hours or so until the store opens up. Oh my Better God, than that driving sounds home. Like, that sounds like. All right. I mean, me. at that, yeah, you're getting more sleep just staying there than driving home, yep. getting home, getting to bed. By the time I drove home, I'd get an hour and drive back. Yeah. If I could. Yeah, right. yeah. I'd, pass, I'd pass out in the shop. And I figured, look, if I didn't wake up on time, they'd bang on the, because the, 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 the leather chairs would be right by the glass. They'd bang All on right. the glass and wake me up. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it, was, it was a safe plan, you know. Oh my god! I would love, man. I would love to see that Abe sleeping in a uh, chair and guys outside banging. I <laughs> Listen, I got some pictures. I got some pictures somewhere. I'm gonna dig them up for next week of one of one of the herfs where literally, like, we were on the floor dying hysterically. Like people's faces are right. There were great times. There were epic times. In fact, somewhere in my shop, and it might be in my office, there was a plaque that we, we you know. When we made an Iron Man award, the guy got the Iron Man award. Your name went on a plaque, and it stayed on the shop wall for years. Wow! Can anybody tell me the origin of the word "herf"? Because it's not a real word. Uh, we we Googled it somewhere. I I don't think there's ever a legitimate story. If anybody would know, it'd be Coop, but I don't think there's. I was a gonna say Coop. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know it. I'll gotta be honest with you. Because it's not I a real word. Started, I think we right? talked about this one time in the on the air. You know what's funny is, is that how many people like today who don't even know when you say it, they're like, what? Oh, here you go. I got what's it. it? I got it. Got? The term herf used to describe the smoking of a cigar comes from the 1960s in uh, in America when many cigar smokers listened to Herf Alpert and the Tijuana Brass Band while smoking their favorite stogie. This music was Latinesque and thus provided an atmosphere of semi-Cuban reminiscence to enjoy cigars. Albert had to do with that, but 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 I still don't know how that translates to when people in, in our culture just started using that term. Because when I got in this industry, that was a big thing. Herf, we're gonna herf, let's get a herf. Yeah, somebody, 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 somebody was the first to use it and started it and didn't even know. They probably use it as a code word from their wife, you know, like, uh, hey guys, you want to go herf? All right, Paul, you're the only person that need needs to know. That. You're the only person that has to worry about that, Paul. <laughs> We don't need code. I don't words. lie. I don't lie to my wife. Uh, I can't lie. I'm a bad liar. Yes, I could tell you are. I could see that. <laughs> I'm a terrible yeah, I, liar. I, I, I could tell you are. I could, I could tell, tell you, you that too, yeah. <laughs> so well, here we go. Steve Toth said Saka started the term. All right, good. <laughs> so what has everybody been doing these uh these last I didn't ask. Because I'm I'm home. What's everybody smoking today? I'm about to light up this Crux Habano. Crux. Yep. Crux. I went with yeah. a, you light. You light anything up, Alex? Yeah, I went with a with all reliable for me. Oh, that's old school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, share with us what you're smoking in the comments. Let's see what everybody's lighting up this uh, fine Saturday morning. The face. I'm gonna guess that's the Redux. 
If it's not, are you clicking it, Paul? You can click it. Yeah. Question because it. you know what? I haven't even seen, and maybe Coop, you know at this point, because I haven't even seen anybody post a picture of the face stick. Did he use the tobacco leaf as the band again? From what I understand, he didn't. Really? So it has yeah. a regular band. Interesting. It has, a, it has a regular band, yeah. Yeah, we didn't even get to see them. They yeah. came in and left. Yeah, they went. Like, they came in and left yeah. for the boxes they were shipped into us made yeah. the trash. Yeah, they definitely. That, that, was, that was just an old, that was just a lighter tobacco leaf was the original face. Right, right. Was, it was, was a lighter band. leaf jagged cut. But no, he's right, using right. like kind of a cream color band is what I saw on it. And that's what yeah, he used like on the skinny monsters. Yeah. I didn't see any picks. I feel like a lot of people didn't want to crack their boxes. No, I, I box saw, I, I, he no, said I it, and then I saw it. Yeah, okay. so. They lose that resale value when you crack open the box. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> yeah. Lago, the bat. What else you got in there? All right, some good sticks being enjoyed this fine Absolutely. Yeah, Saturday awesome. morning. Uh, I love so, a Lago. I don't know. Did I? We didn't have. We did not have a show last week. So, yeah, my yeah. son's in, my my son's in his second basketball season. Basketball, right? Okay. Oh, second are you coaching? I I offered to volunteer. No one reached out to me. Someone probably did a little research. Said, "Fuck that guy." But, <laughs> I was just gonna say they're like, "Well, hold on, hold on." Yeah, hold on. Like, yeah, 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 coach. Yeah, probably found KMA. It's like, I'm not gonna yell at this guy. So, so um, his first week of practice was last. No, it was this Monday. This Monday was his first day of practice, and you know the reason why I offered to volunteer as a assistant coach or whatever is because like our the coach my son had last year was just awful, just uncommitted to the boys. He coached three other things at once. His wife showed up to coach. Yeah, you told us that story. Remember that? Story. Yeah. It yeah. Just, it was just horrendous. And what really irked my skin was because, you know, a lot of times when they have practice, they got to split the courts. So this coach is practicing on this half of the court with the kids. And this, and I'm watching like these other coaches. Like, what the fuck? Where do these guys come from? How do I have this dread of humanity? And these guys are like fucking awesome. So I fucked up and I missed the email where they have evaluations. It's like draft day. The kids all go put numbers on. They all run around and do shit, and coaches get to see who does what. And then the coaches afterwards go do their draft of what players they want. I fucking miss that. Which oh, usually no. Is, no, yeah, which is usually the worst sign because your kid's getting picked last because they don't know what he looks like. They don't know who he is. And it's not like my son had history of seasons with these guys like a lot of these kids do. Last year was his first year. No one still knows his name yet. So we get this text practice starts and whatever. I'm like, oh, fuck. I missed fucking evaluations or whatever. But this coach from via text sounds like, oh, okay. No, it's going to be a different thing from last year, man. This guy's talking about, oh, no, we're going to work him. We're going to teach him fundamentals. We're going to do this. They're not. Because now now he's the youngest in this tier. He's from the 9 to 11 group. So he's the youngest of the age bracket. So he's playing kids that are at least two years older than him. And um, or at the most two years older than him. And we show up for the game. And it's those two coaches from last year. Oh, no. Yes. Oh. I literally went up to them. It's the two good coaches. It's the guys I was watching. Oh, oh the good coaches. Yes. Okay. And, and let me tell you something. These guys, I'm telling you, 
I'm the, the, the downside, the do, upside is kids going to have great coaches. Upside is kids going to be playing a lot of great players. Downside is every kid's an all-star on this team. Like every kid is like, I mean, maybe because they're older, maybe because I'm looking at a lot of 11 year olds, right. but they're dribbling, they're ball handling, they're crossing over. I'm looking at my son like, so, <laughs> you know, it'll be interesting to see, to see how it goes, but you know, like my, my son is still like a daydreamer a little bit. I was going to say, is his head in the clouds still? Uh, like, fuck bro. It, it was brutal <laughs> last week, but the upside was last year. They let my son wander through strawberry fields. No one gave a shit. Right. This coach is grabbing my son. He said, Come here. No, and he's, he's putting his head on straight. So. You know, I, I got I got hope for a much more enjoyable basketball season this year. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, but but today was the second practice. But Brandy took him took him out today. Like like there's there's something Fall Fest or something going on here in Wellington. I don't even yeah. know what it is. So they closed down the park district. Like the other guys, the guy from last year, like now nah, we'll see you next week. No, this guy's like, no, we got basketball courts in my development. Bring all the kids here at 10 a.m. So yeah, wow. we all went through the development. Yes. Let me let me ask you something, and I know maybe this can be touchy. <laughs> football for this kid? Is there a little? Uh, so we did put him in flag football, mm. which because that was a sport I probably played most organized in my life was very like depressing. He chased kids on his own team to get there. I'm, I'm thinking this is easy, right? You know, find who's got the ball, go pull his flag. Right. He's fast, fast as anybody. He's big, strong. Man, he's chasing his own teammates. He's doing <laughs> shit. Yeah. You know, because you know, I know with football, there's a lot of, you know, they don't want young kids and people get hurt. But, like, you know, even, I mean, at, look, nine, even at 9 to 11, there's probably very few 11-year-olds that can no, but here, but Asher he, he, based on his no. size. And, yeah. No, no, no. no but, 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 but Asher could do the hurting. You know, Asher could definitely yeah, do the hurting of some other kids. True. But see, here's here's my fear, especially coming from a guy who played football. And even when we had Mike Dick on the show and we interviewed Mike Dick on, on our show, he said he wouldn't want his kids playing football. So right. the, the fear is the fear is this. I don't want him, I don't want to push him to a sport that he may end up gravitating towards or finding out he's super good at. And you say why, but you know, we have a good friend, Danny Briggs. And this kid's this kid's in his 20s, early 20s, 25 maybe, you know, 24, 25. And he goes to CrossFit and everything. But if you asked him, in his 20s, he's messed up. Yeah, he's man. got bad shoulders. shoulders. He's got bad knees. Yeah, bad knees. It was all from high school football. You know I mean? Uh, I don't know if I want to put my kid through that. You know, or, you know, listen, if he does it on his own and he gravitates on his own, it's a sport he ends up getting into. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to whatever. But I don't want to be the catalyst for that because I, I look at young kids man they're messed up they're messed yeah, my, up my dad's had bad knees since since he was 18 he, he like hurt himself yeah he hurt himself playing high school football and and has had a knee issue ever since he's 71 70 now so just to, yeah just to I double agree. back on our original topic baseball players have the least injuries and make the most money yep that's true yeah do baseball i don't think players, wait does, does a baseball player's heart rate even get up I mean, if you, when you run to a base, when I guess. Running. I mean, in spurts. Yeah. In, in, in spurs. Yeah. 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 Which is but what's good for you. They have, the you know what? And they, and they make the most money by far. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, when my kids played baseball, I was just hoping maybe if they were good enough to play one year of pro ball, they'd be pretty well set. Right. Didn't yeah. get, didn't get to that point. Yeah. You know, it's long yeah. season, so they get, yeah. they get paid more. Yeah. But so, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't know about Asher, but neither, neither of my kids is going to be baseball. They're going to be baseball stars. I just, we go out and play catch. It's, I get it. It's which it was my, very my kids are like my end too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, like we they yeah. love soccer. They really love soccer, which I'm happy about. They they love soccer. Axel likes going out and playing with the t ball once in a while, but I don't think he'll be a big. And he played basketball and he loves basketball, but his attention span is like ten seconds with it. Soccer is yeah. As somebody who's almost played every sport organized other than baseball, never played organized baseball. Oh, that's um, so funny. Yeah, just never did. My parents didn't even know what the fuck Little League was when I was growing up. And it just, you know, it, you know, just never did it. So, um, because in grammar school, in junior high, what we called it, which is middle school now, there were no baseball teams. We had football, we had basketball, we had soccer, but there was no baseball teams growing up. Not until you got to high school. By then, it was too late. Especially right. after my freshman year, I was a monster. I wasn't playing any baseball. Um, but... When I look at my son and his physique and his mentality, I mean, the only thing I could really say this kid literally could probably just like bust out is like Olympic wrestling. You know, pound for pound, he's lean. He has the body. He loves yeah. grappling. Um, I, If I was like a guy looking to say, okay, I got to put my son in something he's going to be awesome in. That's probably a, a sport I see. I short, short spurts. But, but, but you know what, Abe? It's it's the stuff like that that where kids are quicker to get scholarships for college. Hundred percent. Right. Right. Pool is smaller. Right. So you get a kid that's a standout yeah. wrestler. You know them all. Yeah. Teams, you know everybody wants to try and get a football scholarship, but it's those wrestlers, the tennis player. They 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 wind up with the scholarships because the pool is smaller. Yeah. Or if you want to get into baseball, they, they always need catchers. See, the problem That's, with baseball, you know, if you really want to, like, get a kid, it, it is a huge commitment for the parent. I mean, oh you talk about traveling, yeah. traveling. To, I mean, to really get a kid in gear, you know, you see them talk about Bryce Harper and all these guys in Phillies, and they were all in, you know, Little League World Series and this and that. I mean, it's a it's a big commitment for the parent. I, You're going to be I have a friend. Doesn't uh, uh, Bart, Bart, right? Who who uh, He always, did for the longest time. Uh, is like, always on the road. With take, yeah, uh, not anymore. They're out of it now. But, yeah, he, 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 wouldn't be, he basically wouldn't work his shop half the year. Right. On the road, Literally. traveling with his kid. Yeah. And one of my one of my coworkers has that. Yes, Her man, son's like a star. Right. He's a star. I mean, these these people are like you know the coaches are like fighting to get him on the travel teams. And I feel like every single night, every weekend, they're somewhere else. They're traveling with the team. It, right. ugh, sounds awful. Well, they've become vested in the kid's life. Yeah. You know, same thing with like child actors. I I when Petri used to go down for auditions, you'd see these parents, and you know. They're hauling these kids to like five, six auditions a week. Right. You know, half the time we'd get a request from Petra, and I look at my candidate, no, nope, can't go tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look, I can't, man. I'm not stopping my life to go take my kid to audition, you know? Yeah. If she gets, if I got time, I'll take her. She'll get a gig. If I don't, I don't. But yeah, these these parents make a living. I mean, like, it becomes their job. They become right. vested yep. in the kid's life. Yep. You know, and you could tell the parents who do and don't. I mean, I'd go down for audition. You could tell in the room the ones that are prepared. They got the backpack. They, they got, got the whole. The right, right. Yeah, they got the whole. They got the fold out table and chair for the kid to sit yeah, down. Yeah, it's like yeah. what the fuck? 
you know, we came with a nappy. We came with a, a nappy. That was it. You know, and his napkin just got blowing nose. That's all she got. I mean, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Maybe a bottle yeah. of water. Yeah, maybe. You know, they had vending machines. We'd get her one from there. But yeah. is that why you were up in Orlando last week? Were you doing an audition? No, 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 no. We delivered um, Corona's NFT. Oh, cool! Oh, oh so you got to see you got to see Jeff yeah, yeah. and Anya. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, good. We actually, had, we actually had a nice dinner with them and the boys, and then because the girls had never been there, uh, the next night Brandy took the older girls. I hung out with the younger kids to uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Ah, so that you said okay, so you did it, and uh, they had a blast. They loved it. Yeah, yeah. And it was really funny because they had an extra ticket because one of um, one of Petra's friends was supposed to come with us, but she got sick. So end up uh, Jeff's son Boris ended up with them and they had a really good time. He seems like a good kid. Yep. Uh, you know what? His boys are really good gentlemen, grown men. Boris is a really really nice kid, and uh, Boris. It's good seeing them. They're always good people to hang out good with. Nice yeah, good people. Together. Good people. Yeah, I love people. them. They're really I great. Them. great. Just, I remember. Yeah. I remember Boris when he was like three years old when I first met him too. <laughs> I got a. I got a picture. I got because you got to remember you're not allowed to be on a trade show floor till. Um, you're 18, I think is the minimum age. They may have changed it to 21, but they might allow 18 year olds on there. Um, I got a picture of Boris. I'm gonna say he couldn't have been older than three. Um, in an avo hat, sitting on Sal Fontana's lap on one of those uh wheel arounds. Wheel arounds, I gotta find it. It's a great picture, uh, you know. He's just, Sal's one of my old mentors who built the Camacho brand with the Aroa family, and yep. um, yeah, like Sal's just wheeling around the trade show floor with little Boris <laughs> the three, like one of Ava. They were probably giving away straw hats, you know, right. as part of the deal of the trade show. And Boris had one on. And, and That's cool. That, that I mean, cool. Jeff and Jeff and Tanya have like a room. Like Tanya has said to me a million times, she's like, "Bring the kids to the shop." There's a, I have a room for the kids. She's like, it's a smoke-free room. The kids hang out in there. She's like, there's toys, there's TV. They're like, she's like, there's stuff for them to do. And you guys come, we hang out. Like, she's like, it's, it's taken care of. We're set up. Well, she's like, my kids go everywhere with me. Well, they, I mean, they did, but now these kids are grown men. Well, now they're old. Yeah, they yeah, they're, yeah. yeah, they're grown anywhere they want by themselves. I mean, yeah. uh, the younger ones, yeah, really... like he flies the planes, the younger one. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a pilot. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I didn't want to waste putting it on a truck and hauling it to orlando we just figured we'd make a day out of it we just no, it's close enough. Whole, that's great that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah we drove the whole utility package up to his warehouse delivered it to his warehouse and then we caught up with them at night that's awesome so, that's awesome yeah handle no, it yeah yes yeah. listen i was i was we had to make special crates because luckily i only had to ship two which is really lucky out of the six because the rest of these guys decided to come pick them up in person, which I was perfectly yeah. happy with. Um, but the two I, we had to ship, I had to make custom crates. Like you, yeah, you had to order crates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw one of a, them. Yeah. yeah, there's a company. There's a company. You tell them, you know, what dimensions you want, whatever, and they make a crate that will come out. It'll get delivered to you, so you can fit all your stuff in there. Because there was a lot of odd size shit. You had this big triangle humidor. Yep. We were, yeah. I won't work now. I was going to say, I got a picture of If it. you send it to us, we can put it up. No, I just take the virtual background off. It'll come through. But yeah, here's a picture of these crates that you also had the canvas and some other uh, 
other things that we had to ship. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, it's on two pallets. Yeah. You can see wow. we still painted the anarchy symbol on them too. So that's cool. But yeah, that's these cool. went out. Yeah, these went out to the NFT owners, and then uh, everybody should start seeing information because we believe the national launch date for the NFT is going to be fittingly October thirty first. So that's when. That's I awesome. Think. Makes sense. For anybody yeah. listening? Anybody listening, that's when you'll start seeing the uh, Tatuai Anarchy back in the market available for purchase from, I think it'll be at least six purveyors, maybe five will have them available through purchase on the website. I think one or two guys may not be ready by the 31st. So coming soon, 10 days. Yep. Wow. So I got, I got a text from, uh, of course, Hector Marrero. Let's see what this says. The term (laughs) earth. Yeah. The term herf used to describe smoking of a cigar comes from the 1960s in Texas, chopped off. In America, when many cigar smokers listened to herf, okay, this is what you just read. I did not know that. In all my years of looking it up, I had never heard that story. I know either, and I I actually called Herb Albert's career pretty good. Yeah. I spent a lot of time looking that up. Huh? <laughs> You'll be here the day they launched. They launch. The crate, yeah, Jay got his crate. The crate was crazy huge. Yep. So one of the cool things that we've kind of all, all the purveyors kind of gotten together, and I think is gonna be really cool. And you know, Coop, you're gonna hear it here first, so you'll hear it before anybody. Okay. Um <laughs> we th- there's gonna be a private like group. For anarchists so we're gonna have this like this thing called um anarchist status achieved so anybody at any of the box buyers of these will get like this really awesome like collector coin that we made and then you go to the website and you register and you get into a private facebook group and there's going to be certain things for what we will call the anarchist the guys who achieve anarchist level um as far as not just cigar offerings or anything but we'll have an annual gathering in miami with pete johnson with all the other purveyors so we're working on developing a whole culture of people who actually enjoy the cigar and if they buy this box they can log in because every box is chipped so you can actually it's pretty cool you actually got the nfc technology working so when you tap on a box they'll say it's verified and if you download the the app it tells you you tap it again it'll tell you what number box it is which NFT it belonged to and um, what quarter and what year the box was shipped and, you know, released to the public. It's pretty wild. That's cool. Yeah. There's so, a lot of cool little collector details. Yeah. There. Yeah. It's nice I one. just, I just like, look, there, there's a guy I met when I was in Napa a few years back with Brandy, um, Todd Anderson. He has ghost, ghost wine, um, ghost horse wine. Oh, we know, I know all about it. Pale horse, right. isn't it? Is it pale no, horse? Not horse. Ghost no, horse. ghost horse. Okay. Ghost, ghost horse. But he has this thing he called the syndicate. And like when you buy one of these $5,000 bottle of wine, you had to become part of the syndicate. This guy throws parties all over the world. They, they follow him. And I just thought this would be something cool that we could kind of model, um, you know, anarchy for box buyers. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. You know how in demand that wine is? Abe bribed us with a, with a half bottle of that wine so that we would give him uh, Clorox wipes. Remember no, during got, COVID because no, we couldn't get Clorox memory, wipes. Your memory, your, your memory sucks. You got a you got a half bottle of Artemis. <laughs> oh, we got Artemis. Well, whatever it was, Steffi was excited. I would not give you a bottle of Ghost Horse wine. <laughs> yeah, would not give you a bottle of Ghost Horse wine. All right. Well, we got more coming up in hour two. 
Um, are we naming Tale of Tape this week, or are we just going to do the video next week? We can we can announce Tale of Tape this week or next week. It's up to you. Okay. We can announce it this okay. week if you want. We haven't named that jam. We got to name that jam. Uh, do we have a Would You Rather? I didn't do one. Well, then we don't, but we do have a new game to play. I, I was well, We got a new game coming up in our tour. Of course, yep. as always, we're going to catch up with William Cooper, find out what is the scoop with Coop, all coming up in hour number two. Don't go anywhere. We'll keep it lit. Phenomenal. 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 My name is Rafael Nodal from Aging Room and Tabacalera USA. Since I was a little kid, I fell in love with a musical form called Sonata. There are many famous sonatas from fantastic composers and musicians like Beethoven, Liszt, Rasmaninoff, Mozart. And I wanted to have my own sonata. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, but I didn't write my sonata with musical terms. I composed my sonata with tobacco leaves. I team up with my great friend and tobacco master, Eje Fernandez, and together, together we created these blends. This cigar has subtle notes. It's not aggressive. It has some great flavor, some character, an amazing aroma. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, the land of volcanoes and lakes. Cheers. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Honestly, agree with the goat to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Alex, tell our fans out there why our club is the best darn club out there. Absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because every month, I personally handpick five premium cigars. No filler, no fluff, no fugazis. These are all premium, handmade, name brands that you could find in any brick-and-mortar store in your area. All delivered to your door for $34.95. And our average monthly retail value since the inception of our club has been almost $57. Another great feature about the Cigar of the Month Club, Alex, tell them about the ease of our Cigar of the Month Club. I'll tell you, I hate subscription services. It's always a pain to cancel them, turn you know, turning them on. We've made it super simple. All you gotta do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You wanna take a break, you're going out of town, simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. Wanna turn it back on? exact same easy process you can turn it right back on we've made it that easy for you another great feature is our double down club alex tell me about the double down club we had so many of our members reach out to us really enjoyed our selections every month they wanted to know there was a way they can get two and we've made that very simple with a simple check mark you can get double this great selections every month and save ten dollars does our club have perks of course they have perks you want to tell them about the perks as a member of our club, every month there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, 
we will offer them to you so you want to come and get some more. You can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. And finally, expedited shipping. Tell them how fast we get the stuff out, Alex. We get the stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th, and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. Five great reasons and what makes Smoking Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out. Peace. Hey, I, uh, I really appreciate you doing the video with me. Thanks. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, you didn't let me get a word in, but whatever. What? Uh, great. It's perfect. All three of us down to the wire. Yeah. I, I almost, I listen, I was ready to go on another one. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if anybody eats these. What? But this has got to be one of the best fucking candies out there. What? Go ahead. Oh, I love reasons. I love them. Reason? It really has got to be one of the best candies out there. Listen, go to go to Costco. They have a bag this big. I don't want that bag. I can't stop <laughs> eating these things. I saw him the other day when we we went last uh, last weekend. And uh, I was like, oh, my God. It was like $19 for the bag. I'm like, Steph, we should get that. She's like, you don't need that. Thanks. Hey. Does Chad know something we don't? Platinum package? Wait, he says he went with it. They're not even on sale yet. I don't know. I don't know. Chad, you just might want to double check which event you're going to. I saw a couple people say it, actually. Not just Chad. I thought he said uh -oh. another person say they got VIP. Yeah, that's right. Well, Vince has Vince has VIP because he won tickets last year. Oh, okay, okay. I'm glad somebody remembered. What the fuck he win it for? I don't remember, but he won something or something. Isn't aware about. What did you get a VIP ticket for, Vince? He did. There was some online thing he won, like was a raffle, your, right? Was it taking your shirt off at TGS? It was something. It was something. He did. He won. No, it was something. It was a raffle. We spun a wheel. Something. Something. It was something. I don't remember exactly. I, it, I remember watching it, and, and you guys were like, oh, no, he got it. It was fair. Connoisseur, Connoisseur Club. Club. Oh, I don't know what that means. Yeah, it was like the last Connoisseur Club or something. We did something. We gave away tickets or something. There was It was something, yeah. We gave away tickets last year, I remember. He's in. November 1st. Alex, we still looking good for November first. I believe so. Yes, I believe November first. You're hearing it here on KMA first. November first, noon Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You set up the site. Great. I handle everything else. You're good to go. <laughs> I mean, really. There's, there's no there's, there's, there's no everything else without ticket sales. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. November first, barring any. You know, it gets easier. Year after year, because it's essentially just repeating the process that worked last year. So shouldn't be any issue. So this Good is your stuff. warning, folks. You know, November 1st, you know this year, as last year was crazy with VIP tickets. You know this year, if you want VIP tickets, get them early. I, uh, I just uh, Evan, circled Evan, the date. I, I, I have a, I have a, well, should, we, should we give our loyal listeners a little brief? Please do. What's the brief? You're already meeting. I mean, I mean a, a little hint. I can, I have the dinner menu. Oh, do you? I didn't see the dinner menu. 
No, he sent it to me. I didn't have a chance. So, I mean, I have to reword this because I have to call him back and yeah. translate some of the shit he texted me. App appetizers will be combo, past and station. Philly cheesesteak spring rolls, pastrami Reuben egg rolls, fried chicken bao buns, teriyaki oh. prime sliders. Station, hibachi station with scores of shrimp, chicken, and beef or sorted sauce toppings. Entree will be, and I saw a picture of this, by the way, sexy bacon fried rice with 14-ounce sliced marinated ribeye right on the top of it. Nice. <laughs> on table, family style, will be wonton triangles and duck sauce, dessert. Dude, he just volunteered my wife's cookies for dessert, bro. She, she just... <laughs> <laughs> I just... I just read that line. I'm like, what? I didn't even get that. And then, and then he did finish. No dessert. I'm not sure that's going to be possible. <laughs> he did have that line. Oh my god. Yeah, you need to come up with some dessert. I'll, I'll, I'll have her make a batch of cookies. Oh man, that that bao bun sounds so good. I don't, I don't know yeah, what it is. I'm a Anything guy. in a bao bun is is for me, man. Some bao buns from Kapow. Bow buns from I like, and I like oh, I like me the the hard shell the soft shell crab bow buns. Oh yeah, ooh, so good. Uh, who's There's got a good soft uh, lemongrass? Lemongrass is does good it really? I they went got, there when they, they opened. Got, I did not love that yeah. place. Maybe it, I have to go listen, back. You got to know the right entrees to get there. They they really got some killer entrees. They're a little bit overpriced, but yes, their their soft shell crab bow buns unbelievable. I need to go to a different. Do they have sushi there? Yeah, because I can't go to our regular sushi place yes. anymore. Yes, they have sushi there. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. We because... need to find a new sushi place. We, Steffi won't let me go to our regular sushi place because they got so many health violations recently, and it was uh, it was like not stupid stuff like you know this is too low in the walk in. It was like safety stuff where they had to shut down for the day. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm not allowed to go there anymore for sushi. Did so we, we talk about this already, or am I having deja vu? What? I don't think so. About him not finding one of the, his favorite restaurants now. He can't go. I, I swear we talked. Well, about I told that. you I went there, and the bathroom was disgusting. Oh, yes. yeah. That was, we, we, we talked about that. about that when Coop had the food poisoning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I... I was comfortable with it because the sushi chefs are outside at that long bar. Like they they make everything right there, and it's very clean back there. So I'm like, ah, oh, it'll be fine. All right, we got a lot of stuff we got to jam here in an hour or two, so we're gonna start it off as always. Uh, and my man Alex took over this week because uh, I was jamising all afternoon yesterday. But uh, <laughs> it's time to test everyone's musical acumen. See if we can name that jam. <laughs> Floor is yours, sir. Uh, well, we just we went back to regular form. You know, no side story, no backstory. This is a good one. I don't know. The part may be a little tricky, but it's a definitely a popular song. All right.
I've been There we go. There we go. all the way. There we go. My money. Oh, we're going to take it home tonight. That bottom girls. There you go. Oh, yeah. I had to sing it through. I had to sing it through. It was a little Yeah. I, I, I had it in my head, but I still didn't know what song it was. I had to sing it. It, it was definitely Queen. I knew it was definitely Queen. Bad like, Bottom yeah. Girls, Queen. Great. Listen, that that's the perfect, for me, that's the perfect name that jam because I knew the riff. Yeah. I was singing the song, and I still didn't know what the fucking song was and who sang it. Yeah. I had to get to the fucking chorus that, in my head. That Brian May guitar riff is amazing in that track. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we're ready for it? Okay. Take it on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, jam. Great, great, great song. We're all jamming out. All right, brought to you by the fine folks at Owl Cigars. That was this week's name. That jam, Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. Good shit. Yeah, I remember yeah. driving in my in my '93 Nissan Sentra that had uh, one of those CD players that you had to plug into the cassette tape thing and blast in that song. Nobody cares. No. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> 1993 I, I, Nissan Sentra. Shut the I couldn't fuck s- up. I, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't see you with a fat bottom girl, Paul. I have been with fat bottom girls before. Really? I just yeah. kind of figured you'd get you'd get lost in there, maybe fall in, disappear. <laughs> you know? I, I do. You know? <laughs> you know? The only thing we see of- is your we were, the only thing we'd see is your glasses that didn't make it through the cracks, still sitting on her ass. <laughs> and you're just gone. Um, you, got, you got like takeout coffee or something? Latasa? Is it? Jeez, Coop. Yeah. Lavazza. Yeah, you... Oh, yeah. He had, he had to run in a, a wife's errand today, which probably was get the coffee. Uh... No. It wasn't just that. <laughs> I it wasn't just it was that. Just Did I call out. it? it Did out. I call it? I God, I know this guy. I called it. And, and, and he didn't even go, no, no, no. He goes, no, no, no. It wasn't just that. Yeah. Oh, my he God. He threw it out every time. Oh, my God. I had to get, I was getting coffee and bagels, and I would have been then, home in more than then, enough time. But I had to make worst, another stop. The, the worst is he blames it on the pregnancy. Yeah, oh, I do. Terrible. I use that, man. Oh, bad liar. Bad liar. If, 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 I, if I told her, she'd probably beat him up. I'm scared of her right now, man. This, she's halfway through her pregnancy, a little bit more. The hormones are raging, man. That's all I, she's wonderful. That's all I can say. She's the best. Yeah, they, yeah you better hope she's not watching. <laughs> she's at, uh, no, she's at the store with my sister and the boys. So hopefully there's no service in that store. <laughs> it's a it's a trying time i don't know how you got through number three and still had number four that's all i'm saying me yeah that was the stretch where i opened up about four retail stores <laughs> yeah that's you know what's funny one of my buddies one of my True buddies story. He goes he goes you got to come up with a project dude because he has five kids he goes i don't know what you're doing you're just working a regular day and then coming out of your office and and being there he goes, yeah. I'm gonna, he's like, I'm building a, a thing in my backyard. He's like, I think I'm going to ask you to do it. And then you can just come over here every day. 
it was literally it was literally uh, honey i'm pregnant you know what i think we're gonna do that pompano location now yeah <laughs> we we had irish twins we have irish twins my youngest two are, are almost 11 months apart so i can wow. just tell you yeah actually a little under 11 months apart my youngest Jeez, yesterday, my youngest yesterday turned 23 so i i'm like you're out woman. I'm out. Brandy, Brandy was pregnant literally for like six years straight, like nonstop. And I think we went from three to seven or eight locations in those six years. <laughs> yeah. Whew. I can see why. I get it. Yes. Get it. Yes. But but and, Brandy was like was and, like my and, wife, and, right? And, she was and, and, she was a great and, pregnant woman. She did very well pregnant, right? Well, I mean, other I than I don't, I don't know really what that means. She didn't have like super complications or like she was doing her regular thing while she was no, pregnant. they all no. have complications no they all have complications and we thought we lost asher i i left the shop to the hospital thought figuring the asher was gone she like dropped the whole thing while she was at the sink yeah no they all had complications There's always petrus the only one that i can't remember the only one i can't remember that we had zero complications of uh is zane the middle uh, the middle girl zara they thought she had dow syndrome so they had to do that big amine yeah, test yeah, yeah. thing and it's really funny because on her arm right here there's like a huge little like divot pinch and we always joke that's, that's where, where the needle <laughs> that's where the needle hit her you know yeah they all they're all a little bit chaotic but um you know thank god knock on wood they're all healthy and, and driving me crazy now the so. thing that's crazy is that my wife literally on her paperwork she's 39 she she it says she's a geriatric pregnancy I'm like geriatric. I guess anything over 35 is considered yeah. a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah. So wow. I'm 52. Well, I'm going to be 52, which would make Brandy 46. I'm trying to think. And Asher is nine How years old. old. She, no, was? she was. She was still in her 30s. She was still in her 30s when she had wow. uh, Asher. She was still. In her huh. 30s Maybe Asher. we're crazy. I don't know. 52 is ancient, coming from King Tut. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, then then I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 56 in a couple months, so I'm really Coming ancient. from King Tut. That's funny. Anyways, Alex, you got a new, uh, you got a new uh, that, segment for us? That was actually a perfect segue. Yeah. Segment. So we yep. have a new game to play that I have titled, How Old Are They? So this is how it's going to work. I have a list of 10 celebrities. I've tried to find the most recent picture I could of these celebrities. And um, these guys are going to guess the celebrity's age. And whoever gets to the closest without going over. Gets uh, price is right round. shit. Price is right shit. We can change it right now. We haven't started. You want to get close? Let's go to the logic of it. So a guy's 47. I see he's 48. And Coop says he's 32. The 32 wins. But what, what <laughs> ha problem with that is what happens if you say he's 37? You say he's we're equidistant. It's a tie. And Coop says it's 37. No, points. it's a tie. It's a tie. Half point. Half points. Doing half. Yeah, points. ties are ties are half points. Okay, I could do that. Yeah, okay. That seems that seems the fairest way. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take it to our first celebrity 
is uh and we'll start with wait, wait i get i gotta blow up my screen for this shit. <laughs> let's go our first celebrity is gary Busey. uh gary Busey is 62. all right we got a with 62 coop you're up 75. coop 75. all 78. 78 for Paul and Gary Busey's actual age is 79 years old. Oof. Paul, oh, nice job. I was gonna say 79. I don't yeah. know why I said 78. Damn it. I didn't think he was that old. All right. Look moving at him. On, <laughs> moving on I just figured I just figured that was years of abuse. Cooper. <laughs> We're gonna start yep. with Cooper on this one. We are starting with Ozzy Osbourne. Oof. 72. Coop in at 72. Paul. Oh, I think Coop's got it on the button, but I'm going to say 73. Paul at 73. Abe. 75. 75 for Abe. And this is exactly why I didn't want to do We have a tie. Ah, he is 74. All right, I'll take my half point. 74 years old. So a half point for Abe, a half a point for Paul. All right. All right. I'm keeping score track. Keeping score I, here. I, I have an Excel sheet that does that for me. Oh, excuse me. I got a piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> Round number three. We're going, we're switching it up. Start with Paul. Justin Bieber. Oof. 28. Paul goes 28. And Abe. 31. He might be. Cooper. 33. Cooper goes 33. Justin Bieber's actual age is 29. Paul with another oh. point. Wow. Oh, Paul's good at this. Oof. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> well, he's got Bieber. Paul's probably got Bieber fever, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, who puts it's uh, on round four? It's Abe's turn. Uh, here we have someone who has completely and utterly lost their mind worse than they had before. Britney Spears. Ooh. Uh, Britney, Britney, 15, 34. All right, Abe goes 34. Cooper. 42. Cooper at 42. Paul. I think she's close to my age, 39. 39 for Paul. Britney Spears' actual age is 41. Cooper Oof, nails that. I'm the worst at this. I mean, she's been around a while. I mean, that's why yeah. I'm like, she's yeah, that's why I kind of knew. And she was about 40. my age when she was yeah. when she was hitting it big. So, Okay, this one starts with Cooper. This is a tricky one, I thought. Steven Seagal. Oh. Oh, wow, he's, he's looking rough these days. <laughs> 80. 80 for Cooper. Paul. No, he's not that old. 70. Paul goes 70. Abe. 72. Abe at 72. We once again have a tie between uh, Abe and Paul. He is 71. Damn it. All right, we share another half point, Abe. So you guys, you guys. Oh, you're so smart, Paul. No, I'm I'm (laughs) kidding. Look at this. Look at this. All right, this is hard. All right, Paul. My official Paul DeRosa letterhead. That's 
That's more work than you've done all year on KMA. <laughs> Paul, you start this round. Okay. Keeping in the genre, we have Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm going to say he's 80. Paul goes 80. Abe. 76. 76. Cooper. Oh, he's not that old. I'm going to say 61. 61. Sean Claude Van Damme Coopier, you're close, is 63. He's a rough wow. 63. Wow. Yeah, he, he, well, he had a rough life. I mean, clearly. Danny, clearly. Danny Nippers, who can Google the quickest out of all of us. Right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's why the audience doesn't get a point. <laughs> All right, coming up next. My hands are here. Coming up next. Well, we know you're not keeping score and Googling at the same time. I can't. Hulk Hogan. Uh, It starts with with me? Yeah, Paul went first at 80 for Van Damme. Okay, 83. 83. Cooper. 75. 75. Paul. 76. 76. Hulk Hogan's actual age is 70 years old. Cooper takes that round. Fuck. Wow, Coop. Oh. Right, this is not and, my game. And newly, newly remarried, isn't he? Is he? Can I hear that? I could be wrong. Okay. Next celebrity is in the same genre. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Cooper. 57. 57. Mm-hmm. Paul. I have no idea, but I, for some reason, he looks like he's 62. 62. Abe? Sixty-three. Abe goes sixty-three. Stone Cold Steve Austin's actual age is fifty-eight years old. That's another one for Cooper. Just slightly job, pulling Cooper. away. All right. We're down to the last two for this one. Starts with Paul. Michael Jordan. Oh, man, I should know this. I would say 60. 60. Paul goes 60. Abe. 62. Abe is in deep thought. 62. 62. Cooper. 63. Cooper at 63. Dick. Somewhere he's somewhere in Dick. there. Paul nailed it on the head. Paul nailed it I on did. the head. I did 60? Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Last one. We are currently tied between Paul and Cooper, so let's see where this lands. Shaquille O'Neal. Now, who started the last one? Was that Paul? Paul, Paul. Yeah, so I did. Abe, it's on you. I have no idea. Sixty-five. Mm, you didn't think that one through, Abe Cooper. Fifty-two. Oh. Oh yeah. I think he's fifty-four. All at 54. Shaquille O'Neal's actual age is Yeah, he's younger than Jordan. Wow. 51? 
So who got yes. that? Cooper. So, so Cooper wins. wins the first edition of how old are I they? I like that. Five That's correct fun. answers. Uh, Paul with four and Abe with two. Paul with three and two halves and Abe with two halves. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, that's called one point, Dick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's called one it? point. Abe has one point. <laughs> they were tiebreaker points. Abe has one point, David. Dick. <laughs> two halves. Two make, halves. It up his own fucking, make it up his own fucking scoring system. <laughs> two, two technicalities. Yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. That really uh Van Damme is a rough... Wow, I knew he. I knew, yeah, he looks like Putin in that picture. He does. I mean, now, in fairness, though, I don't know what you know. Obviously, well, Steven Seagal is going full on with the die, so you know, take away the die. I'm sure he's a that's why I, I went think, higher with that. I don't think that's a recent picture of him, is it? That's that's fairly recent, yes, as recent mm -hmm. as I can find. Man, that's his neck got very thick. Yeah, he's, he's you know, he's getting old, bro. He's 70. 71 to be exact. So that was our time killer for this week. You know, uh, I, I feel like I feel like it was a little weird. There were no female celebrities. Oh, those that? are gonna be those are gonna be hard, dude. All that plastic surgery yeah, so, and shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some of them look really better hard. when they're older, yeah. With uh, the makeup. She don't count. Dirt. Uh Brittany, Brittany. I had Brittany. Paul still hasn't. Oh, that's it right. Out you yet. had Brittany. That's true. Look, did you see the delay? Did you see the delay in between when you showed Brittany and like him realizing? Like, you know, listen. I thought about that, and and you know, maybe next time we have a time to play, I'll do females. But females be tricky, man. Between plastic surgery, that's what I'm and, saying. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. that have aged like death. So should be interesting. That'll be interesting. How old is Sylvester Stallone? Stallone gotta be five or seventy six. See how old this is. Yeah. By the Stallone way, is seventy-seven. And I, yeah, Coop, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, very uh, sad news this week. Uh, Burt Young passed away. Better Burt known Young as Paulie from the Rocky movies. Yes. Rest in peace, Paul. Oh, Rest really? Wow. Yeah. Um, oh, he had to be up there, right, Coop? Eighty-three. Eighty-three. He Jeez. actually died a couple weeks ago. They just reported it this week, though. Really? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, remember yeah. his remember his cameo in The Sopranos. He was Bobby Bacala's father. Yes, dude. Yes, what an amazing, yes. amazing character. Crazy, it was just like one dementia, episode, right? right? One or two. Yep. It might have just yep. been the one. And he, it was and one he episode, died after yeah. he killed that guy. Yeah, yeah. Know, on the way, he on the, the guy. Yep, 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 yep. And the whole thing was like uh, the old man was a killer, and Bobby never killed anyone until very late in the show. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow, eighty-three is listen, man. That's not a bad. Uh, he, and you know who else died? Suzanne Summers died while we yeah, were away. That's right. That's really. Right. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yep. I wonder that's where all a, that thigh. Woman. I wonder where all that thigh master money is going to go to now. Somebody. Well, probably her husband. No, isn't her husband still alive or no? Mm. Yeah, I think he is. Who's her husband? Because oh. her husband. I saw some statement from her husband. Oh my god, he used to be everywhere with her. Uh, every time she went on the Stern show, he was there. Every interview she was at, he was like in the in the wings. He like followed her. How 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 old was she? He was older than you think. Seventy six. No, Suzanne 77. Summers. Suzanne yeah, seventy six to seventy seven. Yeah. Now oh, you got me googling it. Yeah. Age of death. I have it up. Seventy six. Yeah. Want to see what she looked like? Listen, that that poor woman had crazy, crazy battles with cancer for like the last twenty years. Like and almost died several and times. And wouldn't take chemo. 
No, but she did say that she was trying to treat her cancer originally with like homeopathic methods, and then she woke the fuck up and had to like get actual treatment. Oh, okay, so she, she actually okay, so she yeah, she wouldn't do like chemotherapy, but she I think she's had surgeries or something. But but that's I think wasn't um wasn't Steve Jobs the same type of thing in the beginning? He wasn't he didn't want to treat his cancer with with uh, new health methods, and then. Halfway through, he's like, "Holy shit, this is real. This could kill yeah. me." Right, listen, I gotta tell you, man. Uh, maybe that's the worst one, but I really can't find one bad picture of her at any age. Suzanne Summers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, she was a classic, classic beauty, man. Really was. She aged super well. Oh yeah. Man, she always looked good. I agree. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, she sure did. All but right. that's a good one because who, who would have guessed that she was 76 years old looking at those recent pictures of her? I mean, I would have guessed that she was in her 60s, maybe. But I was trying I like to, that. I was Googling, I was Googling Meryl Streep because that's another one. Like, how, I wonder how old she is. I have no idea. I like that segment. You got to have Carlos make an intro for that and uh, the IMDb known for. Yeah. 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 No, those are, that was a fun one. Yeah, Let us know in the comments if you like the if you like that game. Yep. What a hot Yeah, look at her. Uh, she didn't make out list. You know, I'm surprised mm. that. It, yeah, yeah, she just fell under the radar. She yeah, did, there's yeah. so many women it could have been. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Suzanne Summers was sexy from the '70s all the way up until now. Yeah, she was in Playboy too. Wow, I didn't know that. You know, she, she was in Playboy. Been... No, that would have made I, my I, high school years a lot different. I, I had that issue. I had no idea. I can't wow. remember if it was Good an old her. issue or it was current, man. Yeah. She was a playboy. She was a cool chick, man. Any interview she I was. ever saw with her, she seemed like a really genuine person. She she, she was great on Three's Company, too. She yeah, did a great job and on hot as hell on Three's Company. That was yep. that was I, definitely... I never it was interesting. Yeah. I never remember. Does anybody remember what the controversy, why she left? Money. She they she wanted to be paid like an exorbitant amount of money and they wouldn't pay her and they just terminated her contract. It really is a shame. Yeah. She was I mean, way better. She, yeah. What what was the other one? Um it was her cousin that took over a role, but she was like the shemp of Three's company. Yeah. That's when it jumped like the a, shark. It no, it didn't jump the shark. It went for a while longer and they had the ropers, but she was never, you know, a Suzanne Summers. Chrissy Snow. Yeah. Chrissy yeah. Snow. Yeah. It, yeah. it shifted to John Ritter after she left. With that, John Ritter and the physical comedy became the focus of Three's Company after she right. left. Right. Because his physical comedy was amazing on that show. Yeah, he was great. I, I never watched it that much. I mean, obviously, oh, I've kind of seen reruns. Reruns are on Pluto Listen, TV. You can watch the reruns. One of the best character TV. actors ever, Larry Dallas, bro. Larry He's Dallas fucking, is great. Larry <laughs> Dallas is one of the best character ever actors written, man. He is totally, awesome. totally the used car salesman. That whole leisure, leisure suit, Larry. Larry. Thing. Right, yep. right, I mean, right. everything. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where the game Leisure Suit Larry came from. Probably. <laughs> but the Ropers were great, too. The Ropers really... Oh, the Ropers I loved, yeah. The Ropers... Let me like, tell you something. Yeah. Both of them geniuses. Comic yeah. fucking geniuses. Yeah. They, they were great. It was a great show. Three's Company was. was a great show. Yeah, absolutely. Great show. 
Wow. Classic All sitcom. Right. When you think about like what a sitcom really is, like that's yeah. like the definition of a of a sitcom. Literally. Yeah. You know they. they All right. Based, yep. Yeah. I was gonna say it's based on a British yeah. sitcom, which is really good too. A man about the house. Oh, was it? All the great shows are Coop. You'll, yep. you'll find that. Yeah. And it's, and I like watching the original shows that they were based off. So it was all in the family was based off of a British uh, a yep. BBC show. Stampin' and Son, I think it was too. Actually, yeah. You know what, Don? I I forgot Mr. Furley. So I got to tell you something. When the Ropers left, Mr. Furley was up. You know, I think that's why that show lasted so long. Is they really had good. They got yeah. They got good camp. people to replace people when they left. <laughs> Mr. Furley was epic. He was awesome. <laughs> Mr. Furley was epic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Was, Definitely yeah, Mr. Furley was good. Mr. Furley. Who is that? That's Don Don Knotts? Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Yeah. Oh gosh, now I'm feeling old. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's find out what's going on. In the cigar world this week, time to find out what is the scoop with our man, Coop. Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. All right. We got some stories this week, so uh, some interesting stuff. Uh, the first one, um, we were actually going to talk about this, I think, earlier, but um, we didn't get to it. But uh, J.C. Newman, um, the, the J.C. Newman uh, docuseries uh, has debuted. It's the hand-rolled J.C. Newman Cigar Company uh, docuseries. It's uh, available uh, for free streaming on YouTube. It was done by the folks who did the hand-rolled movie. Uh, Pete Johnson, I think, is still involved with this as the executive producer. They did a movie about the cigar industry about four or five years ago. Now they're doing this docu-series, and they're going to focus on different companies and people. And J.C. Newman's Cigar Company was the first one picked. Uh, it tells a great story of the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. If you haven't seen it, or if, even if you know the J.C. Newman story, I, I guarantee you there's going to be some good stuff in there uh, you'll pick up. So it's definitely worth checking out. It's for free on YouTube. Uh, if you go to cigar-coop.com, we have the link in there as well at the top of the page where you can watch it. But I definitely advise watching it. So, oh, so this I like is not like a movie. It's not like, a, it's not like a movie. This is um, like a series they plan on doing with different people now. Right, right. They're a little shorter. Uh, they're like the, the, the movie was, more, it was a, they were all documentaries, but this is more of a focused one and they're doing it with different people. And they started with the Newmans. They actually filmed this like, last november a lot of it like well they interviewed people last november at the newman's 125th anniversary celebration so um i know that how, was going how long is it how long of it how long is it i think it's about an hour it's not as long as the original hand roll we got to see it at pca they literally showed us a rough cut of it which the rough cut was excellent but they've kind of cleaned it up now uh and it's it, it's really uh so it, it's polished very nicely right now Cool. I'll yeah. watch it for sure. No, it is cool. I, I, I hope they continue to do more. I think that's something that we don't really have a lot of. You know, there's not a, a ton of like well done yeah, cigar 53 documentaries minutes. 53 from minutes the from the cigar side, you know, from the people within it. So, you know, hand yeah. rolled was excellent. And I'm what about the Claudio Scroy one where he's throwing up? 
doing was, yeah, growing up. <laughs> yeah, you know, there was that. But I want to take that sound bite. Can we? We have to get that sound bite and play uh, that. No. That's so disgusting. No. We'll no. Pass. No. No, I mean that was. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not going. I like audio. What am I going? Um, yeah, I hope no, to see more of these. I'll watch that. I, I know there's one other company that's been approached about it already. I don't know if it's been finalized. So, uh, but but I believe there's gonna be more of these. Yeah. Cool. And you won't tell yeah. us because there's teaser free and. No, well, again, it's uh, it's. I don't know if they're ready to talk about it yet. So, uh, but I I know there was a discussion. Um, with it, I don't know if they how often they're gonna do these. Maybe once a year or something like that. It takes a while to still produce these things. All right, what else you got going on? Well, we have some STG releases of the week, so I Ooh. guess these qualify. Uh, they've released three samplers this week. Um, two of them come from the Macanudo brand. Uh, there's a Macanudo Vintage Four Pack, which will give you four of the Macanudo Vintage cigars, which is the uh, 2010 which is a Connecticut shade and the vintage 2013, which is a broadleaf. Um, if that doesn't make you happy, you can get a, uh, uh, what's called the perfect sampler by Macanudo, which is uh, five of the uh, M by Macanudo cigars. You can get the coffee and espresso flavors in there. And uh, if you're not a Macanudo fan, you're a CAO fan. There's the CAO premieres 54s pack, which has four CAO cigars in it. Um, Oops. And uh, the the four they're all in a fifty four ring gauge. Uh, it's the BX three. It's the uh, Consigliere. Um, it is the um, oh uh, <laughs> my screen is oh, the Maduro and the Cameroon in there. Yep. Wow. So so um, yep. So you could check all those out. Uh, the CAO packs at thirty nine ninety nine. The uh, Macanudo M pack is uh. Forty-four ninety-nine, and the uh, vintage ones forty-nine ninety-nine. So you, we, I guess, these qualify for STG releases of the week. Absolutely, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm counting them. So I'm starting so, uh, my wait. Which are they? They're still in a streak right now, right? Yeah, I think they're still in the streak. We, I don't, we didn't count last week, but all these came out this week. All right. Well, I'm starting my streak at one. Yeah. We're gonna start. We'll start it even. We'll start it fresh from one, Paul. All right. Yep. Yeah. But he was late today. I have to have any days off till. I couldn't even tell you when. Yeah, well, you were a game time decision this morning. You were a so game time decision. No, today. I wasn't. I just, I just wanted you to get set up because I knew I wouldn't make it on time. I was asked to drop something off for the PTA because uh, I was right there, and it was a lot. Listen, you know how Wellington is. You got to go down these. I got. I'm driving on a dirt road in my in my brand new car. I'm like, well, no, I went to get coffee and a bagel, and then I had something to drop off at a PTA mom's house. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. PTA mom's. That's exactly what it was. Well, I should but say I, a PTA mom's estate, because I drove up to this place. I was like, Whoa, and, and then you got bagels I? and coffee. But then you got bagels and coffee too. Right. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what else, Cooper? What else? All right. Uh, Foundation Cigar Company has shipped uh, one of their releases from the trade show. It is the Matapa. Uh, it is a line that pays homage to uh, a Nicaraguan poet by the name of Ruben Dario. Um, and what's kind of significant about this release is it is uh, Nick Malillo's first Sumatra release. Oh, so he hasn't done a, and he actually has two versions. There's a uh, 
there is a Claro and a Maduro. So it's very similar to what they oh, did with Walmart last year. Yes. But yeah. now this one has a Sumatra wrapper. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, this was this was one of the highlights at the trade show. Um, and it's going to be available in four sizes, Corona Gorda, Robusto Toro, and Double Corona. And the pricing ranges from $14.50 to $18. And they're going to be produced at uh, A.J. Fernandez's factory. So this was a very highly anticipated cigar release. Um, I did not smoke it because the samples we got, my team grabbed them. So, uh, which I always give them first shots with the cigars. So uh, now, now, that means so you I got will... too big. Coop, do you, do well, you have a, yeah? You have a preference when it comes to the, that that You know, when I I think of like like the uh, you know like the leaf by Oscar Sumatra, which is kind of that typical Sumatra, and then you have like you know the Espinosa Azaleo, which is that dark, full body, really strong, you know, dark Sumatra. Yeah, do you have a preference? I actually normally like the regular Sumatra, but the Azalejo is like an exception to it. That dark Sumatra was really good, but I find most yeah. of the dark Sumatras don't work for me. Right. Yeah. I, I just yeah. uh, I find the the basic Sumatra works a lot better, like on the Oscar. Right, right, yeah, I prefer the basic Sumatra too. I, not like uh, Azalejo is great, but that's one of them cigars that if I smoke it too late, I'm I'm up all night. Yeah, and it like I said, that's an exception to the rule that they found a way to get that dark Sumatra to work on that. Right. Right. So, um, but normally I've, I've found most of these dark Sumatras just haven't, haven't done the job for me. Interesting. Interesting. What else? All right. Um, this actually is from the week before, but, um, the UK British prime minister, Rishi Sunak is proposing a generational smoking ban. Um, so what that means basically is they're going to, they're putting, he's trying to push a law that anyone after January 1st, 2009 will no longer be able to purchase uh, uh, tobacco products uh, when they reach age. So essentially, it's it's a it's a it's what they did in New Zealand. Right? I was going to say we saw this before. Right? It was New Zealand. We saw this in New Zealand. Yet now it is hitting the UK, which is a much it's getting a lot of attention because this is something that really uh, this is a much bigger country. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's an that's essentially just an all out ban. It's an all. It, it's it's basically yeah. It's, the yeah, it's a delayed yeah. ban. Yeah, it, it's interesting because this is coming from the conservative. Not to get political, but it is coming from the conservative he, side. Correct, which is right. which is, is also the, quite interesting with this. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I know that PCA is starting. It, PCA's position on this is they are opposing all these generational smoking bans, and they actually, you know, they have someone now working, there he is, they have someone now working on, like, international policy as well, so, um, because, again, and I've already heard that Canada's thinking about it, which, so someone already in Canada sent me an article that they're thinking about it. Uh, very big concern, and the other concern is, you know, don't be surprised if some of the states try to do this, too. I think Hawaii has already tried to put put a bill right. in place with this right. so so it is something to keep an eye on this is this is another way around prohibition basically is what they're doing well, well, what's this part I, listen I, I almost made it the whole show almost made well while while i didn't get hung over parts of my body still get hung over um, <laughs> uh, the, the, the day after almost made it the whole show what, what what's going on with this segment with this news so article coop the uh the uk is proposing a, a general uh uh generational ban like like how they did in new zealand so anyone born yeah. after 2009 yeah would not be able to ever purchase a tobacco product legally yes 
So, first of all, how many of you been to Europe and notice how many more people smoke? I feel like in it's on Italy. I don't think I met a person that doesn't smoke in Italy. You know, the one the one country in Europe that was probably the most smoke free I saw was Sweden when I was there. But England is another story. I mean, England. I saw people smoking all over the place in England. And and my American British friends, they all I I couldn't I'm trying to name one that doesn't smoke. At least casual like even if it's right. just casually, they smoke. Gangs of London, Seems... new new series I watched. Pretty good actually. Gangs of London. There are sm- everybody smoking in every scene. Like everybody. <laughs> the, 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 the the priest comes out of the confessional smoking a cigarette. Like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cooper, not, just... not a bad series, by the way. Just uh, you said that the other day too. I gotta check it out. Just uh, on this topic, I so there was some movement in the flavored tobacco ban from the FDA as well. Yes. Yeah, so what happened is um, the FDA there was a comment period for flavored tobacco that happened like last year, and now the FDA has incorporated those comments into what they're gonna publish as the final rule. But in order to do that, there's another step. It has to be sent to the uh, White House, uh, and it goes to the office of uh, the OMB, which is the Office of Management Budget. Um, and now they take a look at it and do a, an assessment on that. Now, typically, the OMB has been tough on some of this stuff coming in from the FDA when it comes to the economic assessment. So we'll see what happens with that. But that's, uh, that's a step that happens before they publish the final rule. Is, is is this the rule that's geared mostly because of menthol cigarettes? Yeah. Uh, they're doing menthol cigarettes in parallel with this. So, yeah, menthol and flavor were kind of put in, in parallel with this. Wow, that was the uproar last I, time, right? Yeah, yeah. So, essentially, they're doing that, Abe. Yeah, it's essentially they're doing that. They're, they're bumping it in with menthol. I just don't know how any of this is constitutionally legal. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. I really don't. It, it, yeah, it's I don't crazy. Think, I don't think there's any studies that'll tell you tobacco's worse than half the stuff they're selling out there. I mean, it's just crazy. There's, there's no legal leg for it. It's mind boggling. Yep, mind boggling. Totally. Uh, we should start. We should start a movement in England. Ban the tea. <laughs> no more tea. No more tea and crumpets. Uh, yeah, no, we we kind of Kill the crumpets. You know, didn't we, we did, do that? In, in like yeah. 17, yeah, we did that. We tried that. We tried. Yeah, we tried yeah. that. Yeah. We threw it in the river. Yep. 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 What else? You got one more coop? One, one more story. And of course, so hold, uh, on, hold on. Daniel, I don't expect any of these fucking politicians to read the Constitution, but you know who's supposed to They don't to even read their know? own bills hold that on. they write. Yeah. But you know who's supposed to know the fucking Constitution? It's nine people called the Supreme fucking Court. Yeah. They're supposed to know that shit inside now. That's literally their job. <laughs> I mean, it's what they're there for. Like, literally. Sorry, Coop. What else you got going on? Well, wouldn't be, uh, you know, Steve Saka had, uh, he had a bunch of stuff he was rambling about this week, but uh, there was a big announcement he made. Steve uh, Saka ramble? <laughs> no. Uh, the, uh, so the original Sober Mesa line, which was the first line that Steve came to market with, is getting a rebrand. Uh, it is now going to be called Sobra Mesa Solita, um, and uh, he's doing that because he basically now has Sobra Mesa Brulee, and now he has got the Wagashi coming out, 
And he felt, you know, rather than call it the old line, he wanted to give it a name. So he's called it Solita. Uh, and it's kind of reference to uh, the fact that it uses a sun-grown wrapper. Uh, Solita means little sun. Um, it's also the line is now going to be available in four sizes. Um, so he's consolidating the line as well. The uh, It's going to be in a Robusto, a Toro, a Churchill and Cedros, the short Churchill. And uh, the one size that's getting eliminated that's still around is the uh, Cervantes Fino, which is the um, Corona Gorda size. So uh, he's also going to be changing the size, uh, the box counts to 13 box counts, with the exception of short Churchill, which is already a 14 box count. So uh, this transition, he says, will happen early next year. So I imagine this will be rolled out around PCA next year. So, I mean, I'm a fan of this. I think it makes sense. I think it does too. I, I, I like it too. Especially I think the important part just from the retailer side is 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 the the thirteen the thirteen box count. You know, yeah. Sober Mesa was weird, especially even like when you look at it as a customer, you know, some boxes are, you know, you have this, this is at this price, this is at this price, then you have this 25 count box, which is looks like it's a lot more money, but it's really just because it's 25. And, and it's like, you know, so what you know, 13, 14 I can live with. Um, but it was 13, 14, summer 25, which one's a 25 count, which one's a 13. It, it kind of made yeah. it a little bit confusing from the consumer side. You're muted. Yeah, and I muted and me. I also think I said if you didn't know before, you know who's in charge of putting all the data in the back end on the smoking. Personal. Yeah. Makes my life easy. He out kicks a little personal. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I think it's also gives it a little more of an identity too. Solita. I agree because it was it was oh the old one or the original. Yeah, one. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So well, the, uh, is the is the branding like the actual logo changing or is it just going to be like, you know, on the side um, of the box where they so probably far, add the word Solita. Yeah, he'll probably add the word Solita maybe on the footer band, uh, but uh, he hasn't showed the final packaging. But I, I don't. It's from what I understand, he is not making a major packaging change. No, I'm, I'm I'm sure he's not. He's if there's one package and packaging yeah. and that he's like super proud of, it's that. Yeah, so, this one is the gold is, stamp and you know that whole. Yeah. He's made he made Vista prints of just that Sober Mesa. Exactly. You know so. Yeah. Anything else in the fire too? That's it this week. Awesome! Always keeping us up to date. And for more information, please go check out his site at cigar-coop.com. Always teaser and rumor free. That is the news this week. Well, I did not have a would you rather. Paul, you want to take a shot at just doing a would you rather off the top of your head? Just wing it. All right, hold on, wait. We'll give you we'll give you the intro to think one up. Try to earn your actual keep. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Let's see what you can come up with. It's time to find out. Brought to you by the five folks at Kirk and Cigars. Would you rather? I got one and it's only because uh, I saw it the other somebody posted it the other day. Mm. So would you rather mm. someone give you $10 million cash right now? No strings attached or 
be able to go back to when you were 18 and correct all the mistakes in your life. Back to 18. That's like a no brainer. I can way make way more 10 and you know, everything you know now. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you go back to 18? I'd buy Apple. I'd buy Google. I'd buy Amazon and $10 million is nothing. And I wouldn't be 52. I'd almost go back to 18 for free. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're telling me go back to 18 with all the knowledge, you know, and things that I know now, that's, yeah. that's, that's that number's got to be like that number's got to be like, I'm, no. I'm, I'm taking even. the money. I'm taking yeah, the money. I, I, I hear you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I hear you. You're upsetting me. I just want to make sure we're clear on this. You take 10 million now instead of going back to 18. There's no guarantee I'll, I'll get 10 million again. I mean, Are you I, kidding me? You know how you'd know how to make ten million in one investment. You'd be a billionaire at this age. It'd have to be like a billion now. A billion. A billion, I would contemplate not going back to eighteen. Billions generational money. My great grandkids, great great grandkids, whatever, they'll all have it, it'll never go away. But yeah, dude. I go back I don't to eighteen. Go to college again, yeah. What? Just, there's, there's some just, parts of my life I don't want to relive. Coop's right. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't want to relive. Just waking <laughs> up in the morning the way my body feels when I get out of bed. I got to get out of bed slowly to make sure I don't pull anything getting out of bed these days. <laughs> the fuck? I go back to 18. You guys are crazy. You joke. You, you, let me tell you something. You know how that's like the number one way like older people get hurt? Getting out of bed in the morning? Out. Oh, yeah, that's not. I thought it was the shower. True. No, no, because uh, you, you're all stiffened up. Yeah, yeah. you're all stiffened up and whatever, and you just like try to do a sit up or whatever, and then people get hurt their backs and shit. No, man, I'd go back to 18, man, hop that, hop out of that shit like a motherfucker, like trampoline trapeze style in Barnum and Bailey. Boom, I'm out of there. <laughs> yeah, man, shit, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> you act like you're 80 years old, <laughs> bro. 52 to 18, I might as well be 80 years old. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, 18, I take it in a heartbeat, man. I take it in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, God. Dan, too much information, man. <laughs> hey, but seriously, man, I, I would almost I would almost be willing to go back to 18 and not know anything. We not know anything. <sighs> Do you know that you're reliving it is the question. Like not know anything, meaning like you're back no, in because, and nothing. No, because that takes the value. All right, so let's put it this way. The value of going back to 18 is having the knowledge you have now. But say world events don't occur the same, I'd still go back to 18. So I wouldn't know there were Apple or Google or whatever, you know. I still go back to 18. All or right, let a me billion, or a billion dollars. A billion me, dollars I might take and just let say, me okay. ask you a question. Let me I'll do a quick would you rather. I'm gonna go the other way. Would you would you rather would you rather live to 70 sit at the dinner table sneeze and you're gone or live to 95 and go through a prolonged old age fade away death I mean look I, I especially recently with the, you know my friends around me passed away I said man just going away in an instance the way to go you don't want to sit in the hospital for okay. weeks dying out but yeah, I, I mean but you I mean, want to live that, longer but, but wait, that's a big gap. Are you talking about any kind of quality of life between what do you mean? 70 and 90? I mean, that's a big gap, 70 and 95. I mean, yeah, well, can you live from, are you going to be from 70 to 87 in fairly good health and doing well? I mean, it's almost 20 years, bro. Well, that's up to you. That's up to yeah. you. you know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
No, no, no. One of our one of our good patrons' um, mom had to like literally like you couldn't write a better death for this woman. She, yeah, very well off, and uh, you know went out to dinner with her girlfriends, had a wonderful time at dinner, got in her car to go home, and just died right there in the car. Literally in the parking lot. Didn't even start the car. Boom. Wow, that's so funny. One of our family friends, very close family friends, that's how she just went. She went to she went to lunch with her friends. She got in the car and she like put the car in drive, but then put it in park. And she said to her friend while they were leaving, she's like, I don't feel so great. I'm going to wait a minute. They, this like, is actually, they came back uh, and she was she died. Not to interrupt your boring story. I'm sorry, but this is actually a very good would you rather right here. Because oh. that's too hate. That's two heinous ways to go, but I, I, I would just gotta believe drown. It's yeah. gotta be better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and believe me, and I believe me. Like every time I watch those movies where they're like in a sinking ship and they're getting it, I would say God just gotta be the, the worst way to go, right? Yeah. But in those two options, I gotta say drown. I really do. Drown yeah, all day. I, I do too. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for joining us this Saturday. We're back next week. Special guest. First time in a while, KMA Talk Radio. We will have a special guest on KMA Talk Radio next week. Other than that, we hope you had fun. We hope you enjoyed us. Have a good weekend. Be safe. And until next week, everybody, keep it lit.